pleasure to speak with you both. I'm here with DK Help, sorry, DK Welchman and Hugh Welchman, uh, in reference to the peasants, which, as I was saying to you before we started, is just gorgeous. It's just stunning. Thank you. And it, we're already talking about the visual style because obviously this is the, the first and most noticeable thing about the, about the film is its unique, unique looking textures, a real texture to this. And I could see you say that AI couldn't, AI couldn't catch up. I understand why. It almost feels personal in how it's made. What was it about this style? Now I know you've uh, you've dabbled with this before. Um, Loving Vincent. Vincent. Yes, uh, yes, Loving Vincent. Um, but, so what is it about this style that gets you excited, and, and how is that process like? Um, should I, or of you, course. You want? Yeah, you're the painter. <laughs> all right. Um, well, first of all, um, it was, um, for me, the most logical uh, visual style to go for in terms of because we were doing adaptation of this novel, Raymond's novel, The Peasants, which is set in 19th century. And uh, so the, the, he was painting, he was writing in the style of young Poland movement. And so I wanted to go um, for that style of paintings. It's realism. It's realism at the very uh, verge of, of, of early Impressionism style of, of painting. So, um, I thought that this style uh, encapsulates what is in the novel and um, it's uh, uh, beautifully expresses all the characters and the colors and the... the yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, uh, when you read the descriptions of Raymond, they're like bucolic paintings and when you think of like paintings of peasant life you think of realism you know you think of Daubigny you think of Millet yeah. and that whole movement across Europe in the late 19th century and early 20th century um, and so it was just a, a great fit and I mean it's such a popular style and it really encapsulates uh, our feeling of what we've lost you know like when you think about like oh wouldn't it be great to live in that like rural idyll you think of the 19th century painters, yeah. so that's why we wanted that. And also it's such a great contrast with the story because the story is super tough. Yeah. And so to have this super tough story and this bucolic, beautiful, you know, subtle way of visually telling the story is, is great to have, have both and to have that contrast. So it's, a, you know, emotionally a very tough and brutal world and visually it's like stunningly beautiful, so mm -hmm. we like that. Well, I'm glad you said that because that was one of the things that there, there's something beautiful about like the coarse in this, and I, I mean the coarse isn't rough, like there's something yeah. beautiful about the rough. Um, the animation, you can almost see the brush strokes, but it fits so well with the world. And, and one of the things that, that they, I mean like you said, so earthy, everything's bright in the, in the, in the soil and whatnot. I just wondering, why, or like, the, what you feel about that connection? I, there's one point they even talk about the whole soil. Yeah. I, I thought that was such a fascinating way to look at. We don't think traditionally about the, the difficulties and the struggle as a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, I think we're all peasants. I mean, quite honestly, the whole world we live in, like the the foods we eat, the religions we follow. Uh, was all defined in that agricultural era and 
doesn't matter who you are now, if you go back one, two, three generations, you know, your ancestors would be smallholder farmers, you know, and they would be living uh, off the soil and that would be the cycle of life. And, you know, so uh, very much, um, which we, we said like, like last night, but we really felt that uh, Raymond and his characters, even though they're in a poor 19th century oppressed Polish village, it felt like they were speaking to us and they had something to tell us about our lives now. And maybe, you know, to like take a look at ourselves and really ask how much we've changed in the last 120 years. And, and with, with what's happened in the past four years with like, you know, COVID, with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, things have become, you know, tougher, more uncertain. And it's interesting to see how, you know, uh, people are less complacent than they were like four or five years ago, you know, yeah. they like, and, and also they can be tougher with each other. There's more conflicts going on because, you know, if, if, you, if you put people under strained circumstances, then, you know, conflicts arise. Yeah. And yeah. so we thought that this is uh, not only a great classical dramatic story of this like um, this passion quadrangle this this uh, it's hard to call it like a, a love quadrangle it's more like a passion jealousy quadrangle um, uh, but it's also I think uh, telling us something about looking at our own lives you know today Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, one of the things that I love about talking about things changing in the last few years, last four or five years, or what have you. One of the things I love is, uh, forgive me, the main character, the woman, Yagma. Um, Yagma. Yagma. Yes. Uh, her journey is fascinating to see, and even at you know at one point uh, she's being chastised. And that's her husband, and she says, "Not one I chose." And I feel like choice is such a powerful theme in this this film, and I was just wondering why that was so important to bring to the surface of the story. Well, for me personally, uh, I I like to tell the stories that are I'm connect I feel connected emotionally that I can based on my life in a way, and I. Uh, I had been going through a very difficult choices in my life as a woman, and uh, and I think that um, I, when I was adapting, when I was about to adapt a 19th century novel, I thought, what's the point of making it? I need to make it relevant, and uh, w with the issues that are current today, and. Uh, um, something that I can also relate to personally, and I think that was the uh, yeah, so that was the for me the main reason to actually make movies is just to, to tell to first of all to make art through the through the movies and also to to uh, make art for me means uh, to try to change the world in a little way and to tell some important issues that concern that are related to all of us and to our problems so um, and I think that you know the, the the problems that are the main character Yagna who she is she's uh, um, she's uh, she represents uh, the other you know it's like you have the popular consensus which is nowadays very much still running the world and you have a general 
uh, dominance of traditional uh, conservative values right yeah. now as well. And so VR, the film should give the voice to the others. And in this case, I think this in the film she's the other. Uh, she's different, and um, and I think the being a misfit. It's actually a very strong value right now, and I think the one that we are kind of forgetting that it's important to actually, you know, really fight for your own personality and for being different and for yeah, and I think you know not belonging, and I think that's a, that's an incredibly important value. Everyone wants to belong, and everyone wants to have the same lips and eyes and. I don't know. But I also it's really think we want nice to be different. <laughs> we wanted to give her a voice, you know, because we did a film about Vincent van Gogh, who's famous for being a misfit, you know, for having a, a visionary view and being misunderstood. But you know, he was a man from an upper middle class background in Holland, and he had like opportunities open to him. Whereas Jagna, she doesn't get a voice, you know, in her society. Um, you know, she has an artistic temperament. Uh, in the novel, she is like the best dresser, the best dancer. You know, she does make paper cutouts, and we took that further, giving her this uh, artistic, artistic skill. skill. And she's a dreamer, you know, but she doesn't know where those dreams can take her. And I think there's a lot of women out there who doesn't have the voice they or choice, yeah. so I think that's the important and, message. And, and even after the suffragette movement, you know, the feminism movement, the Me Too movement, there are still double standards, yeah. you know. On, we're seeing on social media slut-shaming, uh, we're seeing mobbing, you know, and there are double standards still for men and women. Like, we, we still have it now, and it's still going on. And, and that's why we thought that it was, you know, relevant to, to tell this story because, you know, it should change, but it's still yeah. there. I think uh, Mateusz is praised for, you know, having lots of affairs and Jagna yeah. is... Is called uh, out and lynched. And, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but she's, she's lynched also, I mean, other women are having affairs. Ostracized, and she, I think ostracism ostrac yeah. is the worst, I think, punishment you can get in a society. And I think that's just like... Yeah, when it's such a close community, like everyone can hear through everyone's windows, you know, yeah. and it's a, it's a community, and, and you know, yeah. they, they need they when need I a focus of that uh, anger, and they take it out on her. When I was in Serbia visiting our studio, Serbian studio, there was one painter. He was actually from. He's Serbian. To, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was from very small village and very small community. Darko, yeah. Uh, not Darko. Ah, oh, oh, someone no, else. No, no. And he said that his uh, village is he, there's still the same rules uh, in his community. Really? Yeah. So he was very moved and he said, "Yeah, I just came from there, and you know, we had that." Yeah. Yeah. It, it's and you know, I love that you. Misfit is such a is such a good a good term, not because she's there's anything wrong with, with yeah, any stretch, but because the culture is so toxic. Yeah. The health of her character makes her so. Yeah. And that's such a sad portion of this journey. Is it's like no matter where she goes, somebody is looking down on her yeah. for something. Yeah. And it's you know her her art is not taken seriously. Or she's rumors or you know somebody says there people will gossip yeah. all the time and stuff. Yeah. Uh, her husband has got her under a thumb. Yeah. You know and it's. it's 
there's there's such a toxicity around her that even like it's yeah. keeps her soul sort of crushed. Yeah. yeah. So there's a sadness there. Absolutely. So you just want to like say, Yangna, get out of the village. Yeah. Join a, you know, join a like art studio in Warsaw. Get out of there, girl. You know, which we kind of like suggest at the yeah. end, I think. Because yeah. <laughs> in the, it, it, there's a darker ending in the book, but we wanted there to be, we wanted there, yeah, darker than our film. So. Oh yeah. We wanted okay. there to, we wanted there to be some hope, you know. Yeah, yeah. Some cleansing. Some. Yeah. Having, some uh, sense that oh, she can move Some on. sense that she maybe have a new. Because so, yeah. she's walking away from the village at the yeah. end. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, she's getting a bit of a And it's a bit magical, realist. She's walking off naked into the <laughs> into the forest. A bit of like Adam and Eve, you know. As one does. Yeah. As, you know. As, oh, we're filmmakers. You have got to have a bit of that. So. I, that, I just call that Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> My wife says, "Where are you going?" <laughs> but no, no. That is, I, I, I. That's fascinating. The ending of the of the book is darker than this, but you're right, they, they, you need, I'm glad that you tagged that in at the end, to give, give some hope yeah. you know, to her character, yeah. who's constantly yeah. uh, crushed by yeah. society. It's, it's just, yeah, unfairly, I mean, yeah, you know, unfairly. I mean, obviously, it's just not perfect, but there's just, they, she's treated differently, there's double standards, you know, so, and take, you know, he, he gets the farm the first farmer. and becomes the first farmer. Everyone yeah. forgives him for being a colossal asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't no, know. No, no. It, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. It's just, he's just the most unlikable guy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Robert. Yeah. I mean, our actor, Robert, he played uh, Vincent Van Gogh. He's so sweet. Our, and he's uh, oh, he played Vincent in the yeah. movie. Oh, okay. And, and he's such a sweet and person. He's just one of the sweetest, loveliest people. <laughs> and I mean, I think he like it was really, it was really tough for him to go on that journey to become an antic, you know. <laughs> and he's a method actor, so you know, he, he's a method actor, so that was that was interesting for him. <laughs> I, I was curious, just uh, running out of time, but how you achieved that visual? Like, I mean, that's because, like, I'm watching it. There are moments where it just flashes, where it looks. And then, but then you realize there's a stylized look, but I just didn't know how that, what that process was like. Did you, did you shoot the film and then go through it all with... with yeah, so we, um, about half of it was shot on green screen, okay. and um, half of it was shot on sets or on, um, out on location. Right. Unfortunately, not much on location. It's always fun being on location, but, you know, it's... Uh, uh, and then, and then we like uh, we planned out the whole thing in advance in Unreal, which is a game uh, oh, software. Oh, Unreal Engine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, of course. So it's great for like setting the whole geography, and we had like uh, live view, like yeah. when we're shooting on green screen. So through the camera, we can see the kind of digital, like rough version yeah. of the geography. So, and then we uh, would put it together, the live action, uh, with a more uh, developed um, digital backgrounds and sometimes with CG animation so like the birds and the horses and you know the animals and the weather you know we would do as uh, 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 CG generated animation yeah we had some um 2D drawing animation yeah, as well. Yeah, some 2D yeah. drawing animation as well. And uh, then uh, it gets loaded up onto a screen um, and our painter has a canvas and they repaint it. 
Well, they have like a screen above. Screens above, above and then they, they, they have their dragons. No, no, no. They're painting on canvas with oil paint. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you saw last night that we, yeah, yeah. we had on like that size of canvas. Yeah. So they're looking at the screen and they're they're uh, painting what they see, but they're also reimagining it yeah. into an oil painting. So just as like Van Gogh had Dr. Gachet sitting in front of him, and he was painting him. They're doing that, but they're working not from an actor, they're working from an actor on a screen. Yeah. So, you know, and each frame, like, yeah, average of five hours, I think the toughest one. each frame? Yeah. Yeah. So each oh frame took five word. hours, yeah. and we have over 40,000 frames, and it would take one person a hundred years to paint our film. <laughs> but luckily we had 80 painters, so. <laughs> so. You know, it, I, I know just to, we're wrapping up, but I, I, I love... As a kid, I loved Disney animation. Mm. Yeah. Because there was such a magic knowing of yeah. the, had yeah. the handcraft of cell yeah. animation, 24 yeah. frames per second, and all of these things. Yeah. And the move to the move to straight up CGI, just yeah. personally, kind of, you know, it's beautiful. Yeah. But I miss that hand, yeah. that yeah. physical contact. Well, yeah. us too. We, you know, we come from a CG. We've done CG films, and and like. DK, that's why you wanted to do Loving Vincent. You like she missed painting and yeah. like physically painting. Yeah. You know, just missed that artistry. And you have to remember that oil painting is an art form that's been around for 500 years, so it's incredibly sophisticated. CG uh, art has been around for like 30 years. You know, so there's just a huge difference in the sophistication of the different kind of looks that you can get with oil painting. And digital will catch up, but right now. And also, we grew up with painting, so you know, as we grew up with painting, it kind of it speaks to our inner, like child, our inner teenager when we were discovering art, when we're thinking about art, when we're going yeah. to galleries, you know, and teachers were telling us to, to look at stuff, and we were like, yeah. <laughs> but it was there, you know, it was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you weren't like that. I was like that. Yeah. She, she I was, was like crying, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> looking at the girl next to me, you know. So. Yeah, it's called something, some syndrome. Uh, forgot now. Okay. There's, there's a, there's, a, there's an actual name of it. When you go to gallery and you cry from emotions and you have either, I have to check. But being a sensitive artist. No, type. no, no. There's the whole <laughs> That's thing. That's the professional term. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. is a term. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. I, I honestly, I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's so special. It is a wonderful journey, a harrowing journey. Yeah. From story, but it is such a beautiful piece. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you Pleasure. so much. Y